Hello, this is Mrs. Corrin, and I'm going to be reading Lesson 2.4, Chemical Reactions and Enzymes. Living things are made up of chemical compounds, some simple and some complex. But chemistry isn't just what life is made of. Chemistry is also what life does. Everything that happens in an organism, its growth, its interaction with the environment, its reproduction, even its movement, is based on chemical reactions. Even the twinkle of a firefly's body comes from a chemical reaction. Chemical reactions. A chemical reaction is a process that changes or transforms one set of compounds into another. An important scientific principle is that mass and energy are conserved during chemical transformations. This is also true for chemical reactions that occur in living organisms. Some chemical reactions occur slowly, such as the combination of iron and oxygen to form an iron oxide called rust. Other reactions occur quickly. The elements or compounds that engage in a chemical reaction are known as reactants. The elements or compounds produced by a chemical reaction are known as products. Chemical reactions involve changes in the chemical bonds that join atoms and compounds. Chemical reactions involve changes in the chemical bonds that join atoms and compounds. Energy and reactions. Energy is released or absorbed whenever chemical bonds are formed or broken. This means that chemical reactions also involve changes in energy. Some chemical reactions release energy and other reactions absorb energy. Chemical I'm sorry, energy changes are one of the most important factors in determining whether a chemical reaction will occur. Chemical reactions that release energy often occur on their own or spontaneously. Chemical reactions that absorb energy require a source of energy. Chemical actions, I'm gonna read it again. Chemical reactions that release energy often occur on their own or spontaneously. Chemical reactions that absorb energy require a source of energy. An example of an energy-releasing reaction is the burning of hydrogen gas in which the hydrogen reacts with oxygen to produce water vapor. And there is a chemical formula on page 59. The energy is released in the form of heat and sometimes when hydrogen gas explodes as light and sound. The reverse reaction in which water is changed into hydrogen and oxygen gas absorbs so much energy that it generally doesn't occur by itself. In fact, the only practical way to reverse the reaction is to pass an electrical current through water. Thus, in one direction, the reaction releases energy, and in the other direction, the reaction requires energy. Energy Sources in order to stay alive, organisms need to carry out reactions that require energy. Because matter and energy are conserved in chemical reactions, every organism must have a source of energy to carry out chemical reactions. Plants get that energy by trapping and storing the energy from sunlight in energy-rich compounds. Animals consume plants or other animals for food. Then, Chemical reactions break apart the food and capture its energy. Activation energy. Chemical reactions that release energy do not always occur spontaneously. 
Otherwise, the pages of a book might burst into flames without warning. The cellulose in paper burns only if you light it with a flame, which supplies enough energy to get the reaction started. The energy that is needed to get a reaction started is called its activation energy. As figure 2-22 shows, activation energy is involved in chemical reactions regardless of whether the overall chemical reaction releases energy or absorbs energy. And so there's some two very important graphs on the bottom of page 59 that you should take a look at and definitely we'll be talking about in class. Enzymes. Some chemical reactions that are essential to life would happen so slowly or require such high activation energies they could never take place on their own. These chemical reactions are made possible by a process that would make any chemist proud by catalysts made by living cells. A catalyst is a substance that speeds up the rate of a chemical reaction without being consumed by the reaction. Catalysts work by lowering a reaction's activation energy. Nature's catalysts. Enzymes are biological catalysts and most enzymes are proteins. The role of enzymes is to speed up chemical reactions that take place in cells. The role of enzymes is to speed up chemical reactions that take place in cells. Like other catalysts, enzymes act by lowering activation energies as illustrated by the graph in figure 2-23. Lowering the activation energy has a dramatic effect on how quickly the reaction is completed. How big of an effect does it have? Consider the reaction in which carbon dioxide combines with water to produce carbonic acid, as shown in figure 2-24. Left to itself, this reaction is so slow that carbon dioxide might build up in the blood faster than the bloodstream could remove it. Fortunately, the bloodstream contains an enzyme called carbonic anhydrase, and <laughs> sorry, anhydrase, which speeds up the reaction by a factor of 10 million. Okay, I'm going to read that again because I had a difficult time with that pronunciation. Fortunately, the bloodstream contains an enzyme called carbonic anhydrase that speeds up the reaction by a factor of 10 million. With carbonic anhydrase, the reaction takes place immediately and carbon dioxide is removed from the blood quickly. Enzymes are very specific, generally catalyzing only one chemical reaction. For this reason, part of an enzyme's name is usually derived from the reaction it catalyzes. Carbonic anhydrase gets its name because it also catalyzes the reverse reaction, which removes water from carbonic acid. The enzyme-substrate complex. How do enzymes do their jobs? For a chemical reaction to occur, the reactants must collide with each other with sufficient energy that existing bonds will be broken and new bonds will be formed. Um, I hope this reminds my students of the TED Ed we watched where the, um, where the two students had to run into each other with enough force to knock the books out of each other's hands. 
So this is directly related to that. We might even watch it again. If the reactants do not have enough energy, they will be unchanged after the collision. So they have to have enough energy to knock the books out of each other's hands and mix them up so that they can get together for a date to the dance. Enzymes provide a site where reactants can be brought together, reducing the energy needed for the reaction. The reactants of enzyme-catalyzed reactions are known as substrates. In the reaction catalyzed by carbonic anhydrase, the substances, I'm sorry, the substrates are water and carbon dioxide. The substances bind to a site on the enzyme called the active site. The active site and the substrates have complementary shapes, and they may be held together by weak interactions such as hydrogen bonds and van der Waals forces. The fit is so precise that the active site and substrates are often compared to a lock and key. You can even think of the catalyst as being the key that turns on a chemical reaction machine, allowing products to be created much faster than they would be without the catalyst. We're going to play a game in which you have to fit the right uh, enzyme, and it has to have the correct um the, you, sorry, the enzyme has an active site and the substrate that it's fitting into has a complementary shape. So it is the lock and key model that we're going to be talking about. All right, regulation of enzyme activity. Enzymes play essential roles in chemical pathways, making materials that cells need, releasing energy, and transferring information. Because the activity of an enzyme depends on the structure of its active site, conditions that tend to change protein structure can affect enzyme activity. And if you remember, the important thing about enzyme, I'm sorry, the important thing about proteins is their shape, okay? And so here you see that an enzyme, which is a protein, has to be a very special shape. And if that shape is harmed in any way, the enzyme won't work. So these conditions include high temperature and extreme pH, which may weaken hydrogen bonds, causing proteins to unfold and disrupt active site structure. Not surprisingly, the enzymes produced by human cells generally work best at temperatures close to 37 degrees Celsius, the normal temperature of the human body. Similarly, the stomach enzyme pepsin, which acts on food in the stomach, works best under acidic conditions. In addition, the activities of most enzymes are regulated by molecules that carry chemical signals within the cells, switching enzymes on or off as needed. So some things to think about, some questions in reviewing this. What changes occur to chemical bonds during a chemical reaction? How does the change in energy of a chemical reaction predict whether or not the reaction will occur? And can you explain the role of enzymes and how they affect the chemical reactions of living things? Okay, that's all for now. Thank you.